Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. I am sitting next to Victoria Duke, and we are in the Academy of Glam, and Victoria Duke is a celebrity makeup artist, the guru of glam. Tell everybody everybody what the uh, name of your beauty line is, your makeup line. So my makeup line is Victoria Duke Beauty, and we have a school um, called Academy of Glam where people come from all over the world to be master makeup artists, and then our makeup line is what we use in our clients, in our studio. Um, I have my team called The Wow Factor. And we go out and create a little wow wherever we go. So this is your passion? It is my passion. It is my passion. Every aspect of this is my passion, and it was my dream and my vision to create a place like this. You know, I'm always, every day I walk in, I'm always really moved that it's, it's my vision is, is, has, you know, come to fruition. It's about, I think my vision was always, even as a little girl, about transforming people from the inside out, and the Academy of Glam and Victoria Duke Beauty allows me to really, truly make an impact on making women feel beautiful and look beautiful. It goes hand in hand. Where did this start for you with your life? Because, you know, people always have these ideas, oh, I should create this, I should create a makeup line, or even go to school for makeup in some way and learn, but then they don't do it. So I'm curious to see how that transpired for you. Well, initially, I mean, it was always my calling, even as a little girl, to take people and, you know, Barbie dolls and, you know, and always change Mm -hmm. their hair and, you know, and and just make them feel renewed. And so I continued to do that. I mean, it was fun. It was a labor of love. You know, I did it through college. I was the one who did everyone's makeup for prom in high school. Um, And I, and it was something that I was passionate about. I think when you're passionate about something, it's never like you're working. So I, I, I believed, you know, even as a young girl that every from every cosmetic department I worked at or whatever aspect of this job of beauty where it took me, that I felt like there was nothing worse than being ordinary. And I wanted to always stand out and give 150%. And I did, and I, and I got different opportunities. I got an education in makeup artistry. I studied in Paris. My parents owned makeup, or they owned art galleries. So my sister and I were getting bored by the time we were about 17, and we were like, could we stay home and have good parties? You know, <laughs> they were like, no. So they put us in makeup school, which is great. Really, I think knowledge is power, and and that really changed my life in many ways to have that opportunity. And so that way, as a makeup artist, as a working makeup artist, I was able to, I felt like it wasn't just the warmth of my, you know, the warmth of my hands and my soul could change people along with, you know, the colors, the vibrant colors and textures, and teaching them and giving them power. So that, as a makeup artist, is what moved me. I think I approached it differently than a lot of other makeup artists because I saw people's soul, I saw their magic, and I knew and learned that I had to find my magic first before I could find other women's. And, and it made an impact on my clients. I, I started connecting with my clients in ways that maybe other artists didn't. And truly, you know, that was, that was probably my greatest success 
was at connecting with women. So once I got to a point where, you know, as a makeup artist, I was able to give back and create my school. And that is a labor of love for me. That is where I can see people that walk in and they have just a glimmer of, you know, a vision in their eye of what they want to be. And I'm able to help be a part of that journey and navigate their course. And, and so I'm living my dream, you know, and that's what it's about. How does somebody go from that passion to actually designing, you know, their own line, like physically? How does that happen? Well, that was probably the, the hardest part of it because, you know, I had to find the resources to design my own line. And that, you know, that was something that had to be, I could it. I felt like it was a noble pursuit. I used to I used to believe that the pursuit of beauty, I was thinking, is this frivolous, you know, like trying to make makeup and teach people, and is it a frivolous lifelong pursuit? And I watched, you know, by helping women in hospitals, and I watched that even the sickest and darkest, you know, situations, people, little lip gloss, you know, it gave them dignity, you know? So I really, really, really felt like if I could create products that not only performed, but also gave a message of, you know, inspiration to people to help them find, you know, the true meaning of beauty, which is on the inside. We, we have to be comfortable in our skin, you know. And so I was so, it was so important to me, but the hard part was finding the resources to find the products and things that I would really use in my box on my celebrity clients that I could feel comfortable telling women, you know, to use it and it would work. So, and it had to be a price point that could be affordable. So I think it was persistence. I really believed I could. And I did. I mean, it's the age-old adage. It took me six years to design my own makeup line. It took me six years to add different products to my line to be able to afford, you know, to to slowly do it. But I think that that's what is important for women is, you know, they have a vision and a, a goal, but they feel like if it doesn't happen right away, they set it aside. And it's the, it's the perseverance, you know, that really is important in any of our visions. Who are some of your celebrity clients? Well, we just crowned our new Miss USA, Miss Universe. Our team in general works with all kinds of clients, including Jennifer Lopez and the Housewives and Kimora Lee Simmons. We have so many, we have over 100 and, uh, 111 celebrity clients. And just two years ago, I, I got involved in the beauty queen movement. And I was, I was really, to me, it was really kind of a mystery, like what is going on you know, with that? And, and I wanted to, but I met people who were competing, and, and I thought, man, these are girls that not only have to really look and feel good about themselves, but they have to be able to walk and talk and, and do community service and have a message, you know. This was training for women who were really kick butt women, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I think everyone's looking at this differently, you know. So my goal was is kind of to take that, that, mask off of beauty queens and I really changed the face in the last couple of years of, of beauty queen makeup and made it natural, made it the girl next door but the most vibrant, you know, radiant version of themselves, you know, the best version of themselves. And with that, working with my clients, the word spread, um, our beliefs and, you know, and, and, and you can see the standards and beauty pageants have changed and for instance, my client, Ashana Barber, who is in the army you know, wasn't a millionaire, wasn't, didn't live a privileged life, you know, we, we worried, you know, a couple of weeks before she goes that she had all the things she needed and how she was going to do it, but again, she believed, she had vision, and it, it really has changed the face of beauty pageants that a woman like that won, and I'm happy to say that I have every major beauty queen is my client, you know, 
not the day they became it, but the day the road up to it. You know, so so to me, that's you know a, a whole nother aspect of celebrities that I do. But it's the women, you know, every day that make a difference and an impact. To me, those are the real stars of the show. So, are you saying that Victoria Duke is responsible for J Lo's glow? Certainly, J Lo was just wearing my lip gloss a couple of weeks ago. You know, so it's in fact I work with um, J Lo's right hand man, Scott Barnes. He'll be here with us next week. He's on our team, and he actually created the J Lo glow. The J Lo glow, and we're going to learn a little bit about it later on today. But it's, it's is that an actual name? It is an actual name. And I, I always say to people, I always say to people, I want you to look J Loey glowy. You know, they're like, I think I've made that a word now. <laughs> but but it really is about irradiance, and it's about not masking. You know, it's about glowing. And that is a part of everything that I do and every makeup that I do. You know, Victoria, something really special about you is people always have excuses about why they're not acting and making things happen in their lives. And you had a lot that you traveled through. Can you share some of that with yes. us so listeners can really understand? Yes. Well, you know, and I, I try and that's the message I try to tell women every day. I have been through every obstacle really, truly a woman can go through. Um, and through the process, I was a makeup artist, married to my, you know, to the, to the captain of the football team, you know, and it was the American dream. And, you know, and one day our lives changed quite a bit when I gave birth to a very severely handicapped child. And I knew that my goal in my life was, was to make him the best version of himself. I felt honored that I was part of his journey. Not to say that it was easy, not to say that it isn't easy today. He's 20, he'll be 21, August 1st, as a matter of fact. Um, but I have learned more from him than I could ever have taught him, and um, and really, truly, it's such a blessing in my life. But it is an obstacle, and it was an obstacle the day I found myself a single mother of a severely handicapped child and a teenage daughter, and I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I you know I refuse to give in. It's really always about the way we view the story, you know, mm -hmm. and and I could have viewed the story you know, which would have been really dark and desperate, you know, but I thought, that's not cute, you know what I mean, if it isn't cute, put it on you, you know, let's, <laughs> let's take the story and make it, you know, a beautiful, happy, exciting ending, but I knew the only one who can control that was me. You because know? you didn't have your parents here. I did, I lost both of my parents to the process, so now, and my mother was my best friend, you know, so I lost her, you know, my husband, you know, left. I, you know, I lost my father shortly thereafter. My sister, who had just been married a few years, lost her husband. And it was, and that's it. That was the whole family, you know. And, uh, and so I found myself trying to, to every day wake up and just stay in the light, you know. It, it was, you know, I didn't have a ton of money. I mean, it was not, there was, people, you know, always think that people who, you know, talk, I always say glamour is not about opulence and wealth. It's a, it's a, it's a way of living. It's a way of living beautifully, in whatever your circumstances. Um, and and so I, but I always had what I call an internal GPS system. So I knew where I wanted to go, you know, just like an internal GPS. And I, I just kept trying to move closer, move forward, take a few steps. Don't let it take you down, you know. And sometimes the road, you know, there's a little diversion on the road, but you've got to get back on it, you know. And, and really, that has to start with really believing in yourself. And the day, I always say that it takes power and purpose, really, to make things happen. But the only, the day a woman becomes powerful is the day she believes she is. 
So that's the first thing I try and do to my customers, my clients, my students. Help them understand that they have the power all along. When you were going through all of these struggles and you were a makeup artist, mm -hmm. I, I just got so overwhelmed with feeling like emotion when you were just talking about all that because I, I can't help but connect that back to your ability to emotionally connect with your client. And I just wonder if your ability to connect with them on that emotional level and see them so deeply comes from all of what you have struggled through. Yeah, I think that, you know, people always think that when maybe something happens that, you know, that it, it's a horrible thing and it's, you know, it will only affect their life negatively. But I think it made me a big, better and a stronger woman. And, and it made me feel empathy and compassion for people. And that's really important because compassion changes your whole perspective. You know, and I remember in the darkest night when I'm taking my handicapped child to, we had, there's a, a place where we would take the children for services and, you know, I'm looking around and instead of thinking about, you know, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay the electric bill, I, he needs this therapy, he needs these shoes, I look and I thought, I'm going to do an event for these women. I know everybody has to feel like me, you know, let's do something, let's get people involved to pamper them, to give them some respite. You know, I always saw the different side of things, you know, and I, I believe that's a blessing, you know what I mean, that, that I have that ability and, you know, I, I come from a big Greek family <laughs> and, uh, and it's all over, there's a lot of passion involved, passion for life and really appreciation for what we do have, you know, and when I opened Academy of Glam, I didn't have anything. I had to, took whatever little savings I had, my retirement, in fact, and I believed that I could open a school for makeup artists. And I believed in a whole different concept than anybody else in the world was doing. And so with $15,000 or whatever I had, this was an old aquarium store, I sat there, you know, with my friends, and we painted the walls and laid down these floors. Okay, I didn't lay down the floors. But we got someone's boyfriend to do. Um, <laughs> but but we did every single thing that you see in here. I did it with blood, sweat, and tears. And I I said I'm going to build it, and they'll come. So imagine opening a school, paying a rent, but not having one client. I had to believe that I would, and I did. I had seven. I had seven people in my class, and to me that was a miracle. But now we have nine classes a year that are sold completely sold out. We really don't advertise except on our website. We were named the best place in the country to study makeup artistry. And it's been six years. And that's how it started. You know? I had nothing. But I believed. And I had power. There's power in belief. Yes. So what do you think you learned about yourself through all of that? Well, you know, I, I learned a lot of things about myself in that process. And I often think about it and I'm grateful for it. And one of the things, you know, that I learned, I mean, you know, we always have a sense of ourselves, you know, as a, as maybe younger or a victim or, you know, and I, I do not have the ability to see myself like that, which is great. I, I fought it. I mean, it is a, it is a job to control the power of your thoughts. You know what I mean? But people put so much energy into other things, but they, they don't realize you've got to get it right inside first. We can't control people. We can't control boyfriends. We can't control... We can't control all that, but we can control this. We can control and work on the power of our thoughts. And that makes all the difference, really. Truly, the power of your thoughts, I believe, really has the largest impact on the outcome of your life. However you choose to look at something, you know. People, I remember when I got divorced, and I had been married for 24 years, so it wasn't like, you know, a crush. 
Um, and, and people said, oh my God, you know, I know, you know, you've got to be devastated, you've got to be, you know. And I said to them, well, we say to the kids with their boys now, you know, I had to find something. I had to, you have to find the magic. And if you don't look for it, you'll never find it. If you don't see the light, you know, in anything, and I did get to kiss other boys, so. and and then you married one who <laughs> I, I married just a met. One. That was he not cute. He's cute. See, and I got sweet. Really sweet. Really Super sweet. sweet. You know, and that was about you know my he was my best friend, and um and you know it's funny I I truly believe in vision boards, and my vision board you know I I remember I was coming back from speaking to a woman's group, and I get in my car and I'm driving home to my um, husband. And I'm I'm realizing that the feelings that I have of of you know maybe anything but delight at this point you know in any point in any relationship did not coincide with what I'm preaching you know so I said I'm going to make a vision board and so I said I want to be married to my best friend I want to wake up and I want to to be so happy to talk to this person I want just nice and kind and peaceful you know what I mean. And a couple of weeks later, my marriage crumbled. I thought, well, that vision board didn't work, you know. Um, and what I didn't realize is it was working because it put, mm -hmm. sometimes you got to get the wrong things out of the way to get the right things in the way. And I take nothing away from my other relationship. I think in every, sometimes relationships are meant to end. You teach each other everything. We started really young. You teach each other everything that you possibly can. And what a beautiful opportunity to start fresh if needed. I mean, I think we have to stop looking at at things in our lives as, as, as dark and at punishing and, you know, it's a, at being victims, you know. I believe that some people have it easier. I believe that some people have to work harder, but there's, I've seen the people who wake up with, you know, in a gilded cage and everything seems great and they're not always happy, you right. know. It's always an inside job. So what final advice do you have for my audience about pursuing a passion? I think that, you know, it goes to, I, I love your theory, you know, is, is that you have to, number one, find your purpose. You have to really, truly, you know, and not just, I, I always say to people when they're doing vision boards, I tell them, you know, what is your dream or what is your vision? And they always tell me what they want. And I said, that's not the answer. It's what you want to feel, right? So people would say, I want to be a successful makeup, I want to, I want to fly to Munich. And now, does that feel good to you? Or does it feel good that you can raise your kids, you know, in your circumstance, and on Saturdays do a wedding and make enough money? You've got to get to the reality of what you really want to feel, your purpose, what fits in your life. So that, you know, is one thing. And then once you do that, you have to believe it, and you have to have the, the perseverance to keep on moving forward in the direction of your dreams. That's the truth. I mean, there's, there's, there's no other easy way around it. You know, I, I believe that in our lives, we wear, we have different roles. You know, we, we're a single mom, we're a young girl, we're a, you know, a, a woman saying goodbye to our kids to college. We have so many roles in our life, and just like in movies, we can change the role. If you're not the star of the show, you've got to change the role, you know, that's for sure. And, and you have to really, I think sometimes we, people, women, I see all the time, get lost in, but I have this, but this happens, but that happens. And I said, let's rewrite the script. Because you are living a script that's not working. Let's rewrite it. You know, and oftentimes when we write, rewrite the script and the character, you got to change the makeup of the clothes a little bit. I'm there for that, too. <laughs> and, you know, it's simple little changes that women can do. You know, and that's the thing that to change the way they feel about themselves. It's the ritual beauty we lose sight of. And I also think that we're so busy 
controlling and nurturing and you know doing what we'd love to do for ourselves for other people you know that we lose sight of it, it again it starts here and that's why I want women to have a real strong sense of self get to know yourself it's the most important love affair you'll ever have you know I, I talked to a woman when she says I'm gonna leave my husband if he doesn't get into me I said are you into you and she thought no I said well let's put him on a shelf for a few minutes you get into you and then what happens you fall in love with yourself you know so I, I it, it, but we, we deflect constantly as women so it has to start inside you have to follow your passion but your passion has to be something that you want to feel you want to live be a part of who you are I speak this language yes I totally agree where can people look you up online well people can find us you know if you it's your dream to be a makeup person I have women that come that are doctors, presidents of banks, and say, the truth is, I've always wanted to do this. And they succeeded it. They come, they take the classes. That's at academyofglam.com. That's my school for makeup artistry, where we blend and incorporate, um, truly, I, I feel like women have to become a tapestry of each other, so we do life coaching through every process. You know, the truth is, is that these people learn to transform people, but the transformation starts with them. I would say, I'm not, I'm not really just creating makeup artists, it's a beauty movement. If I can make these people feel passionate and beautiful, they can help other women feel the same way. And then, of course, for my own line of makeup, it's victoriadickbeauty.com. Um, and all of our products come with inspiring messages. I feel like it's not enough to put lip gloss on. The lip, the lip gloss, number one, has to taste good, so you can flavor your own. Mm -hmm. um, we have a flavor bar that we create for you. And then you're going to get one of those tonight. Um, yay! And then and we're going to teach you how to contour. And all of our products come with a, a message to inspire you and a magic wand to remind you you always have the power of along and you are enough. I love that. Thank you so much My for talking to us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.